Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Bruce Burnham joins us every week, the Portland State football coach. Always, uh, always interesting. Always has uh, something to say, stories to tell, spits truth. I like the guy. He comes on the show. They're playing. Uh, obviously, Portland State trying to uh, right the ship after a bye week. They're playing at Northern Arizona on Saturday. Bruce Barnum, here to talk about it. How you doing? Hey, what's up? How you doing, Joe? How, how was the bye week for you? BYE. We whooped them. We whooped them. We took on BYE, and we just... Boat raced them. Um, it was all right, you know. Like I, I told you last week, uh, I was a little uptight out of sight because the boat situation. But we uh, got healthy, you know. We stayed healthy, and we got ahead on Northern Arizona, you know. And you go through all that stuff, and you come back to it and say, "Hey, way too much." And then you watch all the games on Saturday, right? Because you got DVR, and there's some big ones. It started at nine o'clock in the morning. That one, uh, the Texas, you know, river runs through it. Um, and then you had the one guy that was at Oregon, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> you needed to pull a Kaepernick on that one, I think. But anyway, we're ready to go. I'm headed to the Lumberjacks. All right. Let me ask you, did you have a hard time sitting out a Saturday as a coach? Are you watching the games go on? Are you feeling like I should be somewhere on a sideline or is it OK? Are you comfortable sitting and watching? Well, it, it's odd. No, it's different, you know, because you're in a routine. It's season. You work all year for it. Uh, bam, bye week kids, you do it, you know, and uh, ready to go, you know. But no one uh, – I like my team still, John. I mean, we played the best – second best in FCS, and we played some, the big guys, and we beat a, little, a couple little guys or one our size. And I still, you know, I think we have a good team. I think my offense is electric and – my defense is getting better. My special teams, you know, you never know. There are a bunch of wild banshees out there, like the Island of Misfit Toys. You know, uh, we, every week we reteach. Uh, you can't do the one block in uh, football anymore, the uh, blindsider. And I don't think they do it on purpose. They just run around with such havoc. <laughs> We've had two blindside blocks, and I just roll my eyes. Like, what have we done? But then you talk to the guys, coach, I was going as hard as I can. All right, all right, don't get another one. So we're having fun. Ready to go. Bruce Barnum's with us. Northern Arizona, I'm looking at their games. They beat Montana. They played Sac State really close. They beat Weber State. Uh, what do you see on film? Oh, they're playing good football. You know, they're playing good football. I have a lot of respect. I work with their head coach. Uh, many moons ago, you know, uh, when my kids were, you know, not potty trained, diaper stage. I knew Chris and I have known each other. Um, he's a good coach. He's a good recruiter. He's one. Uh, he recruited Jared Allen, a kid we had. Everybody claims Jared Allen. You know, I recruited Jared. Oh, I know him. I'm his best friend. Um, but Chris is actually the guy that recruited him. So I respect his recruiting. Um, he's a good guy, but, you know, they sold it out. That'll be fun for my guys, you know, going down there to, or up there. 
Uh, we canceled the trip. I told you uh, we because we fly in Thursday. We're going to practice here. We're going to fly into Phoenix. We're going to feed them at an outdoor mart. Then we're going to throw them in a hotel. We're gonna we were gonna do the Tim Boyle. He makes national park hats now. Hmm. I was going to have a uh, what's it called the Grand Canyon hat on every seat go up. But then I found out it's an hour. We we Google mapped it. You can punch in like how far from Flagstaff to that. And we did that. It's like an hour and twenty minutes. So we scratched that trip. So we're just going up there to play football. Uh, it'd be fun. Then we're going to charter home. I, I bought half a charter. I can't couldn't afford a full one, but we're chartering home. So after the game, uh, we go right out to Flagstaff Airport. Shoo! Come home and get ready for two home games. That's so, pretty nice. You get out of there. Yeah. In and out like the, you know the sneaky people who, in, in the service. It'll be fun. I like that. You got you're you're on a mission. You guys are on a mission going into uh, Flagstaff against Northern Arizona. Health wise, bye week. You get healthy all the way healthy. Well, I'm healthy. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. I'm doing my little. They're banged up, but there's the over. We, we we bought a nice ice tub <laughs> a while. What do you mean? Yeah, nothing. Go. We bought a nice big. Uh, we have, oh. like, the biggest ice tub in America downstairs. I yes. swear to God, you, you can put 25 people in there, you know, or more. They got pissed at me. I, I had them. I told them, you can jump off this top thing. I told them that's legal. The trainers got mad at me. They broke something. And I put a bunch of beach balls down there. And they're like, Barnum, you can't do this. So we got rid of those. But, you know, we, we have the equipment. We got healthy. We're, we're ready to go. Coach, We're ready to go. I want to play a clip for you. James Franklin, the Penn State coach. Well, uh, I, think, I worked I think with him. I worked you know with him. him, right? What was oh, he yeah. like? Rick, What's Rick he like? Frank loved him. The greatest guy in America. Okay. Great family. Um, nickname Freaky Frank. We won't go into that, you know. <laughs> let me uh, let me tell you this. I'm going to play this clip What did clip he do? You. What did okay. he do now? He has a, a reporter asked him a stupid question, okay? Okay. All right, here's Franklin. He's a little frustrated. Listen to the reporter's question, and then I want to ask you something. Did they lose? Did they win or lose? They're just here. Listen to the question. Good afternoon, James. Hey, Corey. A follow-up to what uh, you were just asked there about Drew. Is there a balance, though, between, hey, we need you to throw the ball deep no matter what. Just take a shot. Don't don't overthink it. Take a shot. We need to see it. We're going to call it. And we need you to get some confidence in doing this as opposed to even giving a young quarterback the chance to say, hey, just check it down if, if, if it's not there. I, I don't really understand what you're saying because we would never. Like, I'm like, my skin is curling when you say just drop back and chuck it deep no matter what. Like, like that is like, I, I don't even know what you're, I don't know what you're saying. It's like you're speaking... Like from just Mars. send a guy on a post pattern, take the shot, throw it. No matter receiver, what. Give your receiver a chance to make a play on a ball. Uh, even if he might be covered 30 yards down the field, maybe you think he'll be open 45 yards down the field and, and like Godwin did or with Jahan or KJ. We, you, we've you, ne- we, like, like I still don't like you're speaking Japanese. Like, like we, we have never done that. Just throw the ball up, and maybe he'll be open, and maybe he'll catch. Like my skin is like, like my, I'm, 
Like you're making me uncomfortable. Like I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So okay. yeah, we we, just, we would not do that. We would never do that. We've never thought about doing that as a head coach, as an offensive coordinator, as a receivers coach. I coached the receivers. I didn't want them to do that. Um, so no, no, strong no. Like yeah, no. All right. Uh, what do you think of that? Well, the the situation, I'm trying to picture the situation. Obviously, the Corey thought they should, you know, they must have been losing. They thought they should just check it to some he's guy on a bye week. star. He's on a bye week, and I guess he's complaining that they only beat Northwestern 41-13 the week before, and they ought to throw it up a little more. You know, no, the, I don't know. I think uh, just listening and knowing him, I think he has some history with Corey. He doesn't like that's a reporter. Uh, he called the reporter by his name. Yeah. I don't know if he respects him, and he obviously didn't respect the question, the skin thing. You know, curling yeah. that's a little too much. It's not Halloween week, but you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? gibberish? That's a gibberish question, I would yeah. say. You know, yeah. What do you do though? In you know, because what do you do when you get asked a dumb question? Short. I try to keep it short. You know. Sure. You know. <laughs> Why didn't you do this? Well, you know, I'm not playing. You know, uh, if they make it up. You can make it up. You know, match a match, match a chicken with a chicken. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> match a chicken with a chicken. I love that. Um, what, what do you know about Franklin? Like, give me an idea. Because in the coaching business, <laughs> he's man. a hell of a recruiter. Yeah. James Franklin can sell you. Oceanfront property in Arizona. That's a song. Uh, he he can. He is one of the top recruiters I've ever met. Um, he's electric personality. He walks in a room. You know, he shaves his head. He looks better than me. You know, he's he's pow. He's a pow guy. You know, I'm more of a you know. Hey, is that Rodney Dangerfield? You know, it, it's it's total respect. He demands respect. That's his persona. He's just a good guy. James Franklin's a good guy. I don't care what Corey, you know, thinks he should be chucking it deep. You know, he did a hell of a job at Vanderbilt. You know, I always joke with James Franklin. Here's a little insight. Because we, we text back and forth once in a while. And uh, I always joke with him. I said, Frank, I said, you'll never hire me. I understand why. I said, I know too much. <laughs> I said, I know where the bodies are buried. Yeah. And he laughs. I said, you don't want me at that table. You know, there's no way in hell you want Franklin stories flying. Because, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, whatever, power, you know, five yeah. guy now. He's got a new identity now. New identity. Yeah. Yep. He's, yep. he's like one of these guys that's been through the witness protection and now he's emerged at a power five school and, you know, got to leave some of that other stuff behind. Yeah, but old Frank, he's, he'll dance with the one that brung him. You know, he knows he knows where he came from. Down deep, when he goes home, he, he, he's you would like him. Because you know, I know some other guys. I mean, all kinds of guys out there. Somebody asked me to write a book about all the people in the profession right now that I work for. And some of it's already public, you know. I work with uh, Jeff Banks. You know, he's in Texas right now. He's the one who's... Uh, well, <laughs> His wife last Halloween, uh, her monkey bit a, a, a trick or treater. You know, that's right. Some things, some some things you can't make up. But 
you know, and, and Banksy called me. Banksy called, you know, like four days after. He's like, hey, Barney, how you doing? I'm like, Banks, for you to be calling me um, <laughs> during the season, I said, I said, are you missing some friends? They're Red Rider. <laughs> and he kind of laughed. <laughs> I said, give it time, give it time. Somebody else is going to screw something up, and you'll be off the books. But anyway, um, but no, nothing honestly bad to say about James Franklin. He's a he's a hell of a guy. Let me ask you: when you're putting together a staff as a head coach, you obviously you know you're doing it on the fly when you first get the job, or maybe you go from interim at Portland State to the head coach. But how do you like what? You know, the makeup of the staff, the way the staff works together, the culture and the chemistry in the room, and guys that will question you but not be a problem. Like, you know, what? how do you approach that? Well, uh, first off, you have to look at your budget, you know, because i got a lot of buddies out there I can't afford. Uh, people, I, try, I say buddies, guys that know football, great teachers, um, uh, but you, you don't have the money to buy them from where they're at, you know. So you see what you're dealing with. And from there, you want loyalty. I want somebody, I uh, told you this before, somebody I have some type of history with, you know, because this profession um, probably magnified more than others. You know, when it goes bad, <laughs> you're with those people in that room. I mean, even your brass can turn against you. Um, so that's the people you're doing it with. That's the people you're trying to change it with or keep riding it with. So uh, trust is number one. You know, are they good teachers? Uh, you said something I don't agree with. I don't want a bunch of yes men. I want people questioning me. I love. That's what I said. I said you got to get a well, guy you... questions you, but you also don't want him to be a problem. You want well, it to be like challenge exactly. me, but don't be a problem. And I've had those. I've had those. You know, that's when you have to wash guys out um, because they're, you know, ulterior motives. They want your job. You know, they're they're doing something for them. They're not they're not part of the mission. It's easy to see, you know. It's just a question of when you can cut bait on situations like that. But And right now, I love my staff. I mean, I think it, you can see it in my team. You can see it on the energy on the field. I mean, I've got young. I've got old. I've got guys in between. You're still, you know, teaching. And i got some great minds right now and some great teachers. How do you get rid of how do you get rid of a coach? Do you is it better to foist them onto another staff like give them a recommendation, let them get a job somewhere else? I would never do that to anybody I knew. I wouldn't recommend somebody that I you know that I had, had issues with. Uh, I try to give them I'm probably too nice, honestly. I give them a long leash. I I give them a lot of hints. Um I take too long with it. I probably um hurt things here hanging on to guys too long but live and learn you know <laughs> now, now that i'm getting older it's kind of a you know now i say all right if we don't have this uh I'm, you guys don't even come to my office uh just pack your bags <laughs> you know now I'm, they're like is he joking but you know you want what's best for the players and their experience here and that's uh, if they're having a good experience it's going to you know transfer on the field and how they attack the game and you know if they're uh having fun and enjoying it and they everybody's bought in when you don't have that it's a you know it's a muddy murk but you can't you know you got to be careful 
Getting rid of somebody if you just want to cut bait. I mean, there's more uh, learn. I, I've learned, and I haven't fired a lot of guys. I want them to. I try to get them to move on by themselves. But if you have to fire a guy, I mean, there's there's a bunch of steps to go through. Bruce Barnum is with us. The standings in the Big Sky Conference. We're we're used to seeing Montana, Montana State at the top of the standings, but. Idaho is sitting there, Northern Arizona, Sac State. You guys are within striking distance of the top at one and one in conference play. Uh, this is a big one for you, but what do you make of what Idaho is doing right now in Big Sky play? Well, they're they're doing a nice job with the portal. You know, they that's how they wanted to do. It. They brought don't get me wrong, they brought in some quality freshmen, but they're filling it with some portals. And they're actually doing something unique in recruiting um, that we ran across last year. It kind of caught me off guard. But, all right, that's unique. They're thinking outside the box. They are, they'll offer a guy, okay, I come into your house, hey, uh, John, we want, want you to play. Oh, let me think. <laughs> what would you play? <laughs> we want you to, uh, wide receiver, you're a skilled kid, right? Fast, yeah. great hands. You know, I can yeah. I can see it in you many moons ago. But they are coming into a house and saying, "Listen, if you have a great year, you put up the numbers, you get us to the playoffs, we'll get you a place to go." That's how they're recruiting. They're not talking, you know, long term. They're talking seven eleven. You know, <laughs> Slurpee day. Uh, come in, get a banana Slurpee if we're out of Coca-Cola, and we're going to get you a, a better gig. And, guys, some kids bought into it. You know, it's unique. There's a thousand ways to recruit. It's not a science, but that's an attack that they've had to try to get a little better student-athlete there, you know. And, and hey, they have, they have a cool stadium. I mean, they have facilities. They have, they're recruiting to something, too, when you bring a guy on campus. You know, it's not a bad look, except for that, that my kids were over there when that guy is accused of the house thing. I mean, I don't know how much they had to deal with that. The, the guy went in the house, somebody went in the house at night, stabbed those poor kids. So there's a black eye there, but I think they made it through that, you know, because that that's a small community. And for that yeah. to hit a community like that, that was a sad-ass yeah. deal. Yep. Bruce Barnum, you're the best. Give them hell this weekend. Get get that W. Get on the plane. Get home. No, we will. And hey, that uh, you got to Google that deal, guys. Uh, they told me it's up and running. That I'm trying to help out that group of okay. church people over there okay. in uh, Maui, Wowie. They you can go to our place, our website, Bikes Commer, and uh, buy a ticket through that and punch in the right button, and you help those people out. So anyway, thanks right, for having us. I'm looking at it right now. You go to GoVikes.com. You can find the Vikes Pay It Forward package for Hawaii. It's three featured games this season. And if you uh, buy a ticket and click the box, Portland State will make a donation. Portland State football will make a donation to the relief fund there in Maui. Bruce Barnum, thank you. All right. Good to hear you. I'll talk to you. All right. There he goes. Holy hell. Steven. Steven, I think we... I think we have a new American record. Uh, yeah, it flew over the over. Uh, I had five, <laughs> and there was a there was a six. I think there might have really been a close. six. There was some, there, there was some close calls where he's like a you know he could hear the f word coming, but he like changed it. 
So I, you know, I let it slide. Uh, there was one one close call that I don't know if it's worked out. So hopefully it uh, got got bumped out. But yeah, I got I had five. John that flew over. I mean, the one and a half. It flew over like the first minute. He had two like the first. I, I almost first felt dancer. like he knew that you know that he had been listening and he knew that there was an over under on his curse words. Well, I knew it was gonna be it was gonna be trouble when Judah goes. He goes, yeah, just in the phone call, he's already done it twice. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, you know, he's he's just getting to play. Like, yeah, he football had, coach. He had the bye week. He's ready to get after somebody. You know, he's ready to hit someone. I almost took the under because I thought he's coming off a bye week. He's going to be relaxed. He's going to be in a different frame of mind. He's, and He's chomping at the bit, John. I got a new one. We should just have our listeners, every time Bruce Barnum uses a curse word, you get a dollar for the Maui Relief Fund, and the Vikes will pay it forward for Hawaii. Well, we got, pri- well, we got prizes to give out. <laughs> Callers, predict how many cusses. Bruce Barnum gives. Or you can go to GoVikes.com, get tickets for their final home games of the season, and if you click the box, they will pay it forward and make a donation to the church there in Maui that they have decided to support. Help out Bruce Barnum. Help out people in Hawaii. Hell, you don't even have to go to the game. Just buy the tickets and click the box. Leave it here. You got the BFT. Good stuff from Bruce Barnum, Portland State football coach. A little bit of NBA news in the NBA preseason. What is, what just happened, Stephen? Uh, yeah, uh, Dylan Brooks signed a big contract with the Houston Rockets, but John, money will not change Dylan Brooks. Five minutes into the preseason, uh, punches Daniel Tice below the belt on a screen, and he has been ejected. So uh, right where he left off from last year. Why? Why would he do that? Uh, what is he after? Maybe is that unfinished business from uh, last season or – just Dylan Brooks. Maybe he just didn't want to play in the preseason game, I guess. I don't know. He's just like, ah, with the day Interesting. off. Interesting. Interesting. But, I mean, you know, money money can't change that guy. He's going to play the way he plays. Well, keep an eye on that. Uh, Blazers tonight. Is it Blazers against Blazers? What's, uh, Breakers. Breakers against Blazers. The Portland Breakers. No, the New Zealand Breakers uh, of the NBL. What's the spread on that one? 21. I uh, As the degenerate that I am, I looked it up. 21 over under 220. I will take the Blazers and lay the 21. I'll take the Breakers. I'll take the 21. It's too many points, John. <laughs> I, I think Hiken. I think Hiken. You, you said it with such uh, conviction. You just got to be confident. It's like, you know, it's like a referee. If a referee makes a bad call, if you're confident in the call, it's more believable. So, yeah, it's easy. 21 points. Give them to me. Uh, I think it was Hiken. Maybe someone else tweeted out that uh, the starters are only expected to play the first half. So, maybe it's a live bet situation where the second half you go Breakers. Maybe. Perhaps. Or just or, don't watch the game because it's preseason versus the New Zealand Breakers. You had me at uh, Blazers versus Blazers. I would have I would have been all <laughs> over it. But Breakers, no. Out on that one. Uh, don't touch it. You're degenerate if you're betting on that. If you're betting on that, your next move is to be betting on go-kart racing in India. And you don't want to be doing that either. Um, all right. So tomorrow on the show, i got to set this up. We have Dan Lanning, University of Oregon football coach, will be joining us. Uh, it'll be He'll be in the 4 o'clock hour. Jonathan Smith, Oregon State, in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, I am efforting Softy from KJR in Seattle. Likely Softy on Thursday's show. Now, people may remember Softy has made a number of appearances on this show over the years. We generally bring him on for um you know uh uh this week 
just for some entertainment, and he says stuff like this. This is the greatest thing that's happened to Oregon football in the past 30 years, and don't even try and say something different. You know, never mind, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, you know, BCS National Championship game, the Final Four, the Rose Bowls, Mariota's Heisman Trophy, blah, blah, blah. All of that, and you know it, and your listeners know it, is secondary to the dominance that Oregon has established in the last 20 years over Washington. That is the absolute number one thing. That's your favorite thing if you're an Oregon fan about what's happened in the last 25 years since the freaking Kenny Wheaton game in the mid-90s is the way uh, Oregon has dominated UW, and, and nothing else is a close second. I said that one year. He's talking about Oregon's dominance of the series. Another time, uh, I asked him if he was scared. Was he scared of the Oregon football game? As far as the game on Saturday, am I scared? Am I fearful? Or first of all, I'm nervous for every freaking Husky game. That's number one. And number two, no, I'm not scared of Oregon. I mean, who the hell is Oregon beaten this year? They haven't beaten anybody. Yeah, so Softy from KJR in Seattle will be with us to talk about, um, you know, Football game coming up, uh, and maybe Oregon's uniform. The Oregon Ducks are sitting there at what two and three? Is that right? Over yep. two and three, John. Two and three. Okay, they're two and three, and I'm still looking at flipping ESPN, sending out Twitter alerts because of the uniforms that Oregon's going to wear for the game on Saturday. Who gives a damn? They're two and three. They're a non-factor from a national perspective, and ESPN is sending out alerts telling us what the hell uniform combination Oregon's going to wear on Saturday. Why do I care, and why should anybody care about that? And what the hell is this web foot nonsense? Are you kidding me? How ridiculous is that? You know what? Get a kicker, kick an extra point, and wear the same damn jersey for every home game like every other stake in college football team does. Tune in tomorrow. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Baltimore. Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.